you tell me a story? Hello, listeners. Welcome to our podcast. Nana, can you tell me a story? Every episode, we bring you a new story from India. Nana, in episode four, you said you were going to tell a story from Punch Thunder. So which story are you going to tell today? Well, I'm still thinking about which story to tell Adi. In episode four, we discussed how Panch Tantra stories were based on five principles. Our stories are grouped into five sections. Before I tell a story, let's talk about the five principles of Panch They are conflict among friends, winning of friends, crows and owls, forfeit of profits, and action without due consideration. The section on conflict among friends has 22 stories. And the section on winning friends has 40 stories. The section on crows and owls contains 13 stories. The section on forfeit of friends has 10 stories. And the section on the action without due consideration has 9 stories. But Nana, Bunch Thunder's stories are about 5 principles. But crows and owls is not a principle. It doesn't make any sense. Great observation, Adya. The name crows and owls section does not indicate a principle. Though, it is about a conflict between two parties. But Nana, I don't get it. Like, why is there, where are the party balloons and cake if we're going to have a party? Two parties. <laughs> That's funny, Adya. Well, it's not about that party or those parties. Celebration. Here, parties means two groups. So, there is a conflict or a war, you can say, between two groups. That's oh. what it means. That makes much more sense. All right. Okay, so each of these stories in Crows and Owls section provides a different strategy to win a conflict based on its situation. I'm thinking I should tell a story from this section. But which one? Oh, how about the hares and the elephants? Isn't that one from the Crows and Owls principles thing? Oh, yeah. That is a good story to tell today. But before I tell the story, I have to tell a story about the crows, which sets the stage for the hares and elephants story. So here is how the story of crows goes. Oh, Nana, crows and goes rhyme. Cool. I wonder if we'll find any, anything else funny in the story. Oh, we will see. Well, let's first hear the story. Right. A long, long time ago, owls would attack crows in the night and cause great harm to them. Crow's population was decreasing because of these attacks and this had the crow leaders concerned. One day, Meghwarna, the king of crows, called a meeting of his council of ministers for a consultation about how to deal with the situation. He said, My dear counselors, we are under attack and we have to choose an option from six well-known responses. Peace, war, retreat, entrenchment, seeking the help of allies or intrigue. Which of the methods do you suggest we use? His five ministers, Ujjivi, Sanjivi, Anujivi, Prajivi and Chiranji, thanked the king and each of the advisors provided their own solution to the problem. But each solution 
contradicted others. But Nana, why are these rhyming names? Do they have any special meanings? Adya, that's a great question. You know, most of the time, names have a meaning, particularly when we name a child in India. But what is peculiar here is that these names have two parts. So these words have two parts. For example, make worn is made of two parts or two words. Make and worn. Make means clouds and worn means color. So make worn means the crow king's color was that of clouds. Wait a minute. I thought crows were black. How can a crow be the same color as a cloud? <laughs> well, there are dark clouds too. Sometimes, you know, the clouds which are in storm storms. Clouds? Yes, storm clouds. Oh. They are so dark, so that's why. But why, why don't they just tell it that storm clouds? <laughs> they could. But remember, it's a name. We got to just live by the name, whatever they named. Right. So same way, all the minister's names have the end GV means the second word of their name is GV. That means life. For example, Sanjeevi means the medicine that gives life. Hey, wait. Um, I think I've heard another word that sounds kind of like that, but I can't remember what it is. Yeah, that's a great observation. Well, it's the name of a mountain that has all the medicinal herbs. Remember Sanjeevni Bhuti from Ramayana? Oh yeah, that's what I was thinking of. That's where it was from. So Sanjeevni Bhuti came from the mountain Sanjeevi. Wait a second, why is a crow or a bird like a crow, why is he named after a mountain? That doesn't make any sense, it's silly. Well, yeah, but it's a name. I guess we have to um, really think of the person who named the uh, the crow by that name. Maybe okay. it was his mom or dad or... Or whoever it did. Or maybe the writer named it, right? Yeah. Okay, so let's move on with the story. So the king thanked all the advisors, but he couldn't decide which solution to use. So he contacted his father's senior advisor, who was retired for advice. The senior advisor heard all the suggestions from the king's advisors and said, Your Highness, all these are good solutions, but each of them would apply in a different situation. And the senior advisor told a different story to explain where each solution will apply. The story of the hares and the elephants is one of the stories that the senior advisor told. So here is how the story of the hares and the elephants goes. Once upon a time, in a jungle lived a herd of elephants. The herd had a leader or king and his name was Chatur Dan. Uh, oh, another one of those names that has like the two-parter thing. What does Chaturudant mean? So, if we break it into two parts, Chatur and Dant. Chatur means four and Dant means teeth. Wait, don't elephants only have two tusks and not four? That's 
that you are right, okay? I, um, but I really don't know. Maybe this special elephant had four tusks. Or That's why he was named Chaturdant. Or, yeah. or maybe on his coronation day, some guys made two tusks out of, got two tusks from elephants that had already died and then made, stick them on the Chaturudant elephant and so that he had four tusks so that he would look better than all the other elephants. Hey, you got a good imagination out there. <laughs> that could be possible. Wait, 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 wait. One more question. Okay, go ahead. The elephant's name means four smart teeth. Mm -hmm. Right, so what it means is that uh, an elephant with four teeth, a smart elephant with four teeth, okay? Remember that chatur means four, so four dant, four tusk, elephant with four tusk. Like char. Yes, char. Which is, which is the number that you use to count. In Hindi, yes, it is char, yep. yep. All right, let's go back to our story. Right. Once there was a severe drought in the jungle. There was no rain the entire year, and slowly all the lakes and ponds dried. The elephants, particularly babies, became sick and weak because of dehydration. Oh, no. Yeah. Elephants approached their leader and said, Your Highness, if we don't find a source of water, where there is enough water for all of us, we will become very weak and consequences could be severe for our herd. So Chaturdant responded, I'm concerned too and looking for an option. He found out that there was one lake in the jungle which still had water because the lake was connected to an underground source of water. Wait, Nana? Uh-huh. Who? He had to know that there was a source of water from someone or something. So who or what told him that? Um, that's a good question, Adu, but, you know, usually in a jungle, animals, they, they have a way of communication with each other, right? You so mean, they, like, someone could write a newspaper on a palm leaf uh, with, squash, <laughs> with squashed fruit? Well, that, that could be one way, but I'm sure they have, you know, better about animals than me, <laughs> that they have ways of communicating with other animals. All right, let's get back to our story. Okay. So, yes. Um, so, he found out that there is one lake in the jungle which still had water because the lake was connected to an underground source of water. He informed his herd about the lake and the herd started walking. They walked for five days and five nights. That's long. Yep. And reached the lake in the morning. As soon as they saw the lake, all the elephants ran towards the lake without paying any attention to what was on the ground. I feel like they probably, you know, crushed something because they're so big. Well, you got to listen to the rest of this story. You will know. Right. Zip. Just outside the lake, 
in the soft ground, there were a lot of holes. In those holes lived a colony of hares. When the elephants ran to enter the lake, they trampled over a lot of holes and injured many hares. Some of the hares were seriously injured. Zoop, just one last question for now. Nana, how can the elephants even hurt the hares, like their feet even touch the hares, when the hares are in their holes? They probably have long holes that can like go really down down. Well, you are right, Adya, but think about it. Elephants weigh tons. So when they ran, their feet sunk in the soft ground and that would have injured the hairs. Oh yeah, but how far can elephants even sink? There's got to be something holding them back. Yeah, well, hard to say, but um, it's a story. Remember that, right? But maybe. Yeah. Just maybe. There's a human town around there, and there are pipes that connect to the underground water source, too. Well, okay, that's possible, maybe, like you and said. And maybe that could stop. Okay, let's, let's, let's get back to our story. We are yes. making this story longer. <laughs> so after the elephants left, hares assembled and said, Now that elephants have found out about our lake, and there's no water anywhere else, they will come back again and again, and they will harm us. What options do we have? Should we just leave this place and go somewhere else? Another hare said, but why should we leave our ancestral land? Isn't there something we could do? Another hare said, could we do something that elephants get scared and don't come back? But how can a bunch of hares scare huge elephants? Well, it's there... not like they have their own bee colony because bees scare an, ele an elephant out of its own eyes. Good point, and that's why you have to listen to the rest of the story, Adya. <laughs> an older and intelligent hare said, I think we can scare off elephants if we send a messenger to the elephant king and tell him that King Chandrama doesn't want the elephants to use the lake water, because it is for the use by his hair subjects only. If the messenger can persuade the elephant king, this can be done. Hey, Nana. Doesn't Ma mean mother, which means Ma Chandma should be a queen rather than a king? You are thinking the word Chandrama, like other words we earlier talked about, is made of two words, Chandra and Ma. But that's not the case here. Chandrama is a single word. In Hindi, moon is called Chandrama. So going back to our story, the hare further said, This messenger should be smart, witty, good communicator, has knowledge of shastras, and can predict what others are thinking. Other hares asked in unison, But who is such a messenger? Who could go to the elephant king? Yeah, who? The hare that had suggested sending a messenger replied, we do have one such here, Lambukarn, who has all these qualities, can be our messenger. I feel like that's kind of a weird name. Uh, yeah, but hairs have long ears, right? Really long ears. Yeah, so that fits. So Lambukarn was thus sent to meet the elephant king and deliver the message. Lambukarn walked for a while and reached a small hill. When he reached the top of the hill, 
he saw the elephants led by their king slowly climbing the hill. He sat at the top of the hill and waited for the elephant king to reach the top. When he saw the elephant king approaching, he called in a threatening voice, Stop elephant king Chaturdant. I am a messenger of King Chandrama, and I have been tasked to deliver a message to you. The elephant king looked at the hare with amusement and responded, Okay, who is this King Chandrama, and what is his message? Lamkarn said, King Chandrama has warned and ordered that the big lake's water is for the consumption of his subjects, and elephants should immediately stop going to the lake. He also said, if the elephant king and his subjects didn't listen to this warning, they will be responsible for the consequences. The elephant king did not appreciate Lambukarn's tone, but controlled himself and responded, well, I would like to meet this king Chandrama and discuss his order with him. Lambukarn said, fine. Follow me. Lamkarn led the way, but by the time they reached the lake, it was night. While Lamkarn was walking with the elephant king, he was thinking about his next move. It was a full moon night, and one could see the moon's reflection in the lake's water. A huge reflection. The elephant king said with annoyance, as he couldn't see anyone there, but where is King Chandrama? Pointing towards the moon's reflection in the lake, Lambukarn replied, Shh, shh, it is already night and King Chandrama is now sleeping. Don't disturb unless you want to bear his wrath. The elephant king looked at the large moon's reflection in the lake, thought for a while and leapt from there. After that day, the elephants did not return to the lake and hares lived happily ever after. So Adya, what do you think about this story? What moral or morals does this story teach? I think one lesson is that when your enemy is way stronger and bigger than you, like the elephants were compared to the hares, you may use a strategy or your brain power to get you out of the mess without necessarily fighting fighting like violence but they were still like fighting in terms of smartness but not like hurting each other and i thought the story could have been better if the if there was a compromise for the elephants and hares like that they could share they just had to be mindful of their surroundings like all right like, I always have to be mindful of my surroundings because of my little brother everywhere. I think maybe they could paint a sign with squashed, like, berries, like, on a big piece of wood or rock. And they maybe the sign could say, be mindful of your surroundings because there are hair holes right underneath your feet. So, caution, do not run. Thanks, Nana, for telling us that story. Well, that was a great advice, Adya. I'm sure um, writer would not have thought about that. But one can also think that this story was 
written thousands of years ago. Right. So situation might have been different. Thank you, listeners. This is the story for today. We will be back with a new story in our next episode. Bye and have a good rest of your day or night or whatever time you're listening to it. Please subscribe and provide your feedback. We'll see you with a new story in the next episode. And if you want my Nana to tell a specific story, please leave us a comment. Bye-bye!